Okay, season two, ball and all. James. Uh, I'm going to have to speak in French because I can't swear this season. Um, <laughs> so no one really knows what I'm saying. So, the, so for all our listeners, especially Dubbo, uh, King Arroy, some on the North Coast, um, they need to be aware. We've got some new sponsors on. Central and South Lennox. Um, <laughs> the northeast tip of the hill. Lennox as well. So guys. CBD. Yep. CBD. Uh, <laughs> The clubhouse, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so we've got uh, 44 Constructions have joined us as a new sponsor. Jake. And yeah, Jake, Jake Murphy, one of the uh, better builders on the North Coast. They've come up with a great idea after listening to all 20 uh, podcasts in the car with the kids, and that is that uh, there's a couple of things to come out of it. The um, podcasts have been really informative. Yep. And James Wood swears a lot. I do, yep. Uh, I didn't actually go to school often, and, uh, and everything I describe – Especially when I'm a little bit, you know, passionate about it. It's generally describing words. Uh, can I? Can I just swear now? Yeah, well, uh, Barnsley, the whole thing is with this sponsorship. He can well, anyway. swear as much as he wants, but we're going to have a 44 gallon swear jar. So uh, yeah. I'm not sure how much. Yeah, Jake's well, I get put a little up. carried away. Let's put it that way. So you can go. You can yeah, go berserk. Yeah. To raise I will. Money. I'll end up yeah. throwing a few. So I mean, uh, I think the second season, we're, we're really going to, Barnsley. You can talk a bit more about it. We're really going to try and focus on um, men's mental health. Uh, Epic. And try and raise Epic. some money into Movember and yep, the Healthy Minds. A couple a of great events coming up. Yep. I believe. Community yep. based, um, uh, you know, really, you know, uh, I suppose uh, organisations are do- doing really good things. And I hope there's uh, more of it in small communities because it's really needed. So that's going to be a focus as well as having plenty of good guests on. We've got uh, the boys from the Healthy Mind tonight. Yeah. I'll come on a little bit later. We've got Brad Izzard next week. Yeah. Uh, we're looking at Melling. How good is that going to be? Yeah. Adam Melling. Oh, Adam Melling. Yeah, yeah. Adam <laughs> Melling. Uh, Matt Rogers. Sick. Uh, we've got some good ones coming out. Johnny Gannon. Yep. Um, one of the best SNC guys. Do we get any share from. Uh, no, we're not getting share. <laughs> I thought we might be getting share. What was that? Yeah, right. Anyway, we got some guests. It's going to be red yeah, hot. It's going to be red hot. <laughs> so um, I suppose uh, we'll start with around the grounds. Well, a month away from it, boys. There's plenty been happening. NRL. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, my Broncos. Uh, my Tigers. Uh, <laughs> and his Dragons. And the Red V. <laughs> we Shout chased out. each other to the wooden spoon and I got, I got the chocolates. Yeah, congrats, mate. Hey, yeah, they thanks, played boys. so well all year. Um, this is the Broncos. Yeah, just yeah. a great team culture, uh, great co- coach. And How um, good was the gender reveal? Like, that oh. just sums it up, doesn't it, Barnsley? Would yeah. you have done that? Spew and he retired. He was epic. I reckon you got a fair bit in... Uh, did even be thinking of that as an end of a game, though? I don't think anyone at the Broncos had anything to do with it except for the players. Yeah, oh, no. that was taking a piss. But anyway, Kevy's in. Bright news. I, think, I called um, that. You, you did call it, it early. Uh, so I think what well, the bet was both of you guys had to give me 200 bucks. So we'll just sort that out. <laughs> oh, well, that goes straight into the swear jar. <laughs> yeah. Ding, ding. <laughs> yeah, 400 off. 400 up. Yeah, okay. right. Yeah, so Kevy's in. And uh, I heard Kevy interviewed this morning and um, – Wally Lewis organised some sort of do at one of the pubs in Brisbane because, you know, there's no COVID up there. It's all, you know, it's all cool. Um, just to have a bit of a catch-up and a beer after he got announced as a coach. And he walked into the pub and everybody in the pub stood up and gave him a standing ovation. Who, Kevy or Wally? No, Kevy. Oh, that's Kevy. But Wally organised <laughs> yeah. it. So, it, as he said, he said, well, I feel pretty good. I'm, I've done, I'm doing a really good job and I have not even have coached done one game. Yet. So, I reckon that might change next year, but... Uh, what do you reckon? We'll he's yeah, look, he's got a tough roster. Um, I, I think if he could get him to eighth position, I think he, that's almost a coach of the year performance. Well, with, Barnsley, uh, just on that, one area that they obviously need to recruit is their recruitment officer. Yeah. 
I mean, the, the, the list needs to be rectified. Um, well, yeah, now you look at their success when they had successful years. Wayne Bennett was there and they had Cyril Connell, who probably goes down with Arthur Beats and is two of the best He signed you, didn't he? Yeah, that, that did a lot of good for him, didn't it? Well, um, nine games. <laughs> but, but nine games. But, yeah. uh, but yeah, I, I reckon they, they no games. Well, it's true. But he recruited, you know, that 2006, the last premiership side, he recruited 15 of the 17. Well, so there you go. played on grand final day. So the two that he didn't recruit, one of them... <laughs> Who were they? I don't know. Well, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, no. enough of the Broncos. No, but it, yeah. anyway, they they yeah. can take a, they can take a leaf out of the Lennox Trojans book this year. If we go back to April thirtieth, in the podcast on Berwick Barnes, the Barnesy ball bag question, which was Woody's question, was. Mate, I was probably pretty pissed. I can't, you can't remember. <laughs> right, well, Condo can remember. Okay, and it was. Uh, so the big question is. Oh, are, are you going to? Yeah, are, are we going to get you down to the Trojans? So, I mean, you've got a recruitment history now. Yeah, I have, and that's something that maybe the Broncos need to think about <laughs> if they listen to this podcast. <laughs> maybe I can go up. I've got a good eye for talent. I can, you know, you got to run. What would you, you got to run hard? Um, and you've got to <laughs> fucking commit. There's a swear word. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. So we're up to four hundred and one dollars. Yeah. Okay, that's good, Woody. But I reckon uh, on touching on the Trojans, sick finish. Talk, Sick talk, talk us through it. Like well, it I wasn't very in the stadium. Vocal. I was on a car roof because you couldn't get into it. But yeah, great to watch, and they smash Walling Bar. So we're going to get on that. We we actually are going to. Um, I think you're aware of this, Woody. But we're going to send you out as a, I suppose the, a sixty minute type sort of special report, a five part series oh, okay. on the Trojans this year. Yeah, well. So we're going to we're going to do an interview with the captain, the coaches, the rookie of the well, a rookie of the year. Uh, who else? The outsider and the old stager. Well, I think, yeah. I think it's just so, something to touch on. And communities all around Australia have this sort of thing. Well, They've it's where a club, the you know, people fabric. go to. Yeah, the yep. social fabric. I feel like, yeah. like the, our community around the footy this year was so strong. They, like they, we got penalised for that. You know, we got penalised for it because such the guys were going to tonight. Healthy mind. Yeah. They, was, brought, they brought the community get together, the yeah. younger group together. They uh, obviously engendered a lot of spirit in the community. We had fantastic support. I mean, yeah, um, I know sick crowds every, you know, 50, Saturday. 80,000 people, but how good was it? Major Semi at Ballina and then Grand Final at Ballina in front of 499 oh. Lennox supporters out of 500. It was phenomenal, mate. I, I suppose you go to those two games, but you know what the game that stuck out for me? It was a second grade semi-final at Wallingbar. You know, you go there and that's the fabric of the club. You know a club's strong when you're second grade strong. And we had more, more crowd there than just about anyone. I think... When everyone left, it was like the whole atmosphere went out of the place, you know what I mean? Up so that, that has nothing finish, to so. do with the fact that everyone loves Wallingbar. <laughs> nah, because I said that <laughs> to him actually in the grand final. I said, what's good in Wallingbar? And no one said anything <laughs> and I said, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even go to your RSL, mate. Stay so you got there. no response? No, nah, they weren't very happy. It was already about 20 nil at that stage. Right, so that, yeah, we'll, we'll get on to the Trojans yeah. um, in future... Uh, Future podcast, but if we go back to the NRL, what's the take out of the weekend? Who, 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 I'm still sitting with the Roosters. I think you're dreaming. Nathan Cleary, the form he's in, the Panthers, oh, mate, they're just a joy to watch. So you on the Chalky Soldiers? Mate, I'm on the Chalky Soldiers. But I couldn't believe my missus, yeah, she's gone from all year. They've been, and they've been red hot. I, I, thought, I thought the wheels would fall off, but I just can't see it happening with a well, week Well, it's pretty off. timely we've got Brad Izzard in next week. Brad Izzard would be great, mate. You 90... See, he scored a try in the grand final, 91, he... when they won it. Yeah, he came um, off the bench, so he played in the 90 and 91 grand finals, and they yep. won 91. Bloody good player. Could hit, could run So, so who, who's your pick, Barnsley, now? Oh, mate, I just think I'd, I'd love to see Penrith win it. Yeah, and I can't see him getting beat. James? Storm. 
Yep. Yeah, I reckon Russ is How camp. good is Pappenhausen? Yeah, he's so good. He Benny Eichen said to us in his podcast, who's the standout this year? And he said, ben, uh, he said Ryan Pappenhausen. It's great that the Tigers can just farm a player like that, get him really good, <laughs> and then not want him. And they go to Melbourne and he's like the best player in their team. Oh, it's another one from the Tigers. Far out, they man. Won't. He's carving them up. <laughs> I, do, I just reckon the, the Roosters look tired. I reckon the, the couple of those older guys like. Hargraves look tired on the weekend. So who plays Storm in the grand final for you, Woody? Panties. I just reckon Storm will get out of the panties. Cameron Smith retires on game four. So no one's, no one's going with Wayne's team? I think they're smoking. They've got points in them. Yeah, well, that's the only, that's the only team that worries me. I, I don't think if Penrith get to the grand final, I don't think they get beaten. The only team that worries me is if the, if the Rabbitohs dish the eels up this weekend and they're going with confidence. Yeah, I just think they're the only team that maybe can outscore Penrith. Panties look pretty average, but in the second half. Yeah, but they had the game in the bag. I just think that they're always sort of in front. It's one of those games where, I don't know, mate, I just, they're down 12 nil and they didn't get flustered. And that was a sign for me that yeah. I went, okay, these guys are the real deal. The big one for Roosters is if Friend comes back, plays well. He's back. I know, but if yeah. he plays well, like if he's got enough. Yeah. But can they go Raiders, Storm, Panthers? Or Raiders, Storm, Rabbitohs? I don't know. Because I think Munster's hurt his knee. He tweaked his knee in that yeah. last game, so he gets another week. To big out he's out. So I, I suppose the other thing that we need to touch on, which isn't a great story, is uh, this whole story on Sam Burgess. Yeah. Really uh, you read much disturbing. Oh, I've read a fair bit, yeah. So the Australian, I mean, I think, I'm no journalist, but, you know, the Australian's owned by News Corp, uh, biggest uh, media organisation in the world. They don't go to that much detail to put a story that's been well-researched in one of the national papers uh, because of all the defamatory issues, unless it's been well researched, so I don't know. Even if twenty five percent of it's correct, mm. it's this is going to drag on for a long time, and I'm not sure the outcome's going to be fantastic. So, uh, yeah, he's had an absolute shocker, I reckon. Oh, mate, oh, the whole thing. I'm just amazed how much of it. Like it hasn't come out until now. Like we're talking. It's amazing. We're yeah. talking those, doctor cover those up potentially. Doctor cover up. A massive outburst. At home, I mean, we've got to preface a, it saying by saying a, it's all allegations. But a bad batch there's, of gee, there's some, de- there's some detail. Bad gambling in, issues. There's a million dollars a year in gambling. Twenty five grand a week. Wow, that is like seriously having a crack. Yeah, he's not. Around. <laughs> I've worked with some guys who've had a crack in financial markets. That's having a crack. That's a f- yeah. Some of those posters so down sure at South <laughs> Leagues Club. <laughs> Full to the brim. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get down there and have a crack. <laughs> so uh, enough of the rugby league. Uh, let's move on to something more positive. Barnsey, I know you're pumped. Sunday afternoon, 2 p.m. New Zealand time, 4 p.m. Aussie time. We've got rugby back. Yeah, Condo, look, how good is it? Arvo footy and, and Arvo Bledisloe Cup rugby. I think it's... um, mate, my memory serves me correctly. I think the last time was John Eels's famous kick way back in 2000. So, you know, where he stepped up for Sterling Mortlock and kicked us to that famous Bledisloe Cup victory. And look, I think it's been since then, since we won the last one. So, look, I'm not suggesting that'll be the, uh, you know, the result this weekend in Wellington, but I'm just excited to see, I suppose, how a lot of our young guys are going to go um, because it's definitely a level up, you know, when you take on the All Blacks, especially over there. And I'm also excited to see how Dave Rennie and his assistants um, go in game planning. And obviously, you know, we've got a close relationship there with uh, Scotty Wiseman, the attack coach. So I'm, I'm really excited to see how he's going to go as well. Well, Barnsley Woody, we have been lucky enough to track down Wisey earlier on in the day. So this is pre-recorded, but it was fantastic to catch up with, uh, with Scotty, which, which is not easy. So we've got Scotty Wisemantle here, Wallaby's uh, assistant coach under Dave Rennie. So Wisey, quick one. I mean, you guys have been scattered all over the East Coast during COVID. 
you come together um, in your first camp, I think it was, in Maitland. Just talk us through the process in the last sort of month to now be in New Zealand and be get getting ready for yeah, look, Sunday Arvo test. Yeah, so what we did is we went into a bubble in the Hunter Valley. So we had uh, basically the, the guys who didn't play in the final, the Super Rugby final, came in on the Sunday. The guys from the final came in in playing straight to Christchurch. So we're in a bubble. And then we tried to bed down a few ideas then. So then we went straight into isolation. So we had four days of isolation in our rooms in the hotel. And then we coached by Zoom and by WhatsApp. And then we eventually got released. And by released, I mean we could go out in the grounds and do walkthroughs. Um, so the only places that we can go whilst we're here in Christchurch are the hotel and the training ground. That's it. So how, how does that affect um, the New Zealand media with access to you guys? Have, have they still been well, up to... No, we haven't seen anyone. It's oh, been that's brilliant. Cool. That's good, isn't no, it? But <laughs> it's been unreal. We have not seen another person outside of us and the staff that look after us here at the hotel have not seen a person. And a few sheep. Yeah, a lot of sheep. Uh, we've eaten most of them because we're having <laughs> lamb cutlets every night for, for tea. Oh, yeah. lamb cutlets oh, every night. So, Wisey, yeah. Sunday, Sunday Arvo footy, mate. It's back. It's. I was just saying to Connor, I think it's probably the last time it happened was when John Eels kicked that goal way back in 2002, the last time we held the bladder. So, mate... This weekend, win, lose or draw, what are you most looking to see out of your Wallabies team? Uh, you want them to have a go so that all of a sudden you, you get stuck in, you know what you stand for, take it to the Cooleys. Mate, I reckon the other big one is um, that you, you don't wait for something to happen, that we actually take the game to them. Yeah. Well, uh, and I think uh, looking, at, because I'm a weather um, forecaster, I think it looks pretty good for Sunday and... Uh, You'd, uh, you'd, you'd love to hear that it's been beautiful sunny here on the north coast and there's definitely been no swell. Beautiful, beautiful. I love it. I love hearing that, especially when you're in lockdown. I'm being sarcastic, wise. It's been <laughs> pumping. Um, oh, no. <laughs> so what, uh, I, I mean, if you go through, um, got 44 players there, I think, is that right, for the, yep, for the Four yep, Nations? Yep. Yeah, um, we asked uh, Frank Panisi this uh, same question earlier on in the year in the Melbourne Storm setup of uh, you know who he sort of thought might be a standout by the end of the year. Young forward, young back. You got a young squad. Who do you think might sort of pop their head through? And we might be talking a lot more about come uh, Christmas when New Zealand go into isolation for three months. Yeah, look forward. I'd go with Harry Wilson. So. Yeah, good young Gunnar boy, so who's made good at the Reds. And from a back's point of view, I'd probably look at the, the two tens, Harrison and Lalesio. So those guys have been going toe-to-toe. They're absolutely, every training session, they're into it. How so Harrison and Lalesio, so how old are they? Yeah. Oh, they're young bucks, mate. Yeah they're, both in their, yeah, they're both in their debut seasons. So, so they played in it, the Australian 20s, did they, that got beaten in the World Cup? Yeah, they were 10-12. That's them. Oh, yeah, mm. that was 10, 10, 12 combo. Yeah, so they're they're both um, absolute little crackers. So, yeah. and what, uh, what are their yeah. what are their like their real positive attributes from your point of view? Look, Noah, they're both very different players. So Noah, uh, who plays at the Brums, he's more of a, a running ten, whereas Harrow is more a tactical ten. So he can get you around the field. The other good thing is you've got one right footer, one left footer. So it gives you lots of options. And like I said, at training, they've both been outstanding. So is Will Harrison more in the mould of the great uh, Beric Barnes? Oh, shut up. 
Ah, uh, yes. Well, we, yeah, we might have to send him up there for a little bit old of moulding time slow. at the shed. Yeah, yeah. Does, he, does he surf? Uh, yes, he does. He's a surfer as well. Oh, He's a mannequin surfer. So from 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 Coogee, um, better known as Coogee to, oh, to yeah. other people. Great, um, great, uh, yeah. great surf beach, that one, Wisey. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. Pumping, just like Learning's Point. Yeah, yeah. there you right, go. Mate. Well, uh, much yeah. appreciated. I Thanks, know you've mate. got a busy schedule, so we really appreciate the catch-up, and hopefully our listeners uh, will appreciate listening to the uh, the great Scotty yeah. Wisemantle before Sunday. All the best from um, everybody here on the North Coast. We're right behind you. We will be sitting down at 4, 4 p.m. Sunday afternoon um, cheering you boys on. Go well, mate. Thanks, Kondo. Thanks, Barnsley. See you, boys. Cheers, mate. mate. Thanks, mate. So, Barnsley, that was, uh, that was epic to catch up with the assistant uh, coach of the Wallabies, Wisey. We've obviously got a very close relationship with him, but it's good to have him on the ground and get a bit of a scoop. He does do a huge amount in rugby and league communities. We will touch on that more in our five-part series coming up on community sport where we're going to focus on our local side, the Trojans. But another fantastic community-based um, organisation which has just started up during COVID is the Healthy Minds. Um, yep. We have the boys in the shed today. So... Firstly, Lockie Jones, Jack O'Connellan, welcome. Um, let's just sort of run, run us through how it came about and, um, and what you guys are actually doing. Too easy, Kondo. Um, basically, what we are um, is a men's mental health uh, support network in the Northern Rivers. Um, we aim to provide um, a platform for men to communicate with um, as well as, uh, I guess, look for support um, and, and, and advice. Um, we do it through a social media platform. Um, it's a private, uh, a, a private page or private group community um, that we've started. Basically, uh, we accept anyone within the Northern Rivers who's a male. That's the criteria. Um, and then within the group, within within the community, basically just trying to promote um, physical activity as much as we can um, and social interaction. So, um, just trying to sort of work on building. Uh, so everyone's sociological skills, I guess, in Lennox and, and, and try to create a, a, a bigger support network than what's already out there. So that's a fantastic rap. So take us back. I mean, how old are you, Jacko and Lockie? 25? Both 25. So 25, like that's half Condo's age, so the third person over here. Um, how, that's not the sort of stuff I was thinking about when I was 25. How, how did it I, come about? I guess it came from... Um, Sad times, really. Had a bit of a tough year in the last uh, eight months. I've firstly lost eight friends, two of them being due to suicide. And um, did, so, did you? Sorry, Lockie. Did you say eight? Uh, eight, no, eight months, three mates. Oh right, okay, sorry. Yeah. yeah, and then um, so I approached Jacko one time and said, I just felt like I had to do something to make a change. Um, when, every time you go to a funeral and you see someone, you see, like the people, the amount of people that rock up and the love and support that's there. You just sort of wish that they could see it before they made the final decision. So I said to Jacko that we should try and do something and then between us we started talking and then a few other boys came in in the scene sort of thing and just came up with the idea of it's pretty much just creating a platform to start the chat really. And, and did, did, this, did this originate sort of out of COVID or during COVID or, um, or prior? Probably du- during. during, during well, yeah. the, the formation of the group definitely happened during COVID but it was probably playing on our mind well before you know, COVID started, um, basically, I guess, when your first mate passed at the end of last year, sort of, yeah. would have been when the ball got rolling, there was there was people still, you know, our mates were, were expressing that they were af- affected at that time during mental health, so it was a bit of a weird, unstable time, and I guess, yeah, that kind of what spurred it on. Epic. I reckon it's, we, we, 
like I'm 34, I'm 10 years old, just about 10 years older than these guys. We're going to say 10 years younger than clearly, no, clearly 10 years it's actually, older. It's actually so. <laughs> no, but you know, I, yeah. we never had, we, I have a big group of friends. None of us ever thought to do something like this. I wish we did. It's epic that these guys, you know, it's obviously through some tragic loss, but have you had some crew that you've, that have sort of approached you out of the woodwork since you've started? Have you, I mean, you don't have to name names, but has that been, 100%. Some, yeah, yeah, you've yeah. had some good interactions uh, so far. Well, hundred percent. Yeah. The first, like, I think two or three days we had about five posts from boys in the facebook Sick. completely telling their whole story oh that's epic how, that, how they um worked through it what helped them what didn't help them stuff like that and then people just feeding off that so oh. on the outside thing as well a lot of older people coming in wanting to help wanting to put in there sort of thing it's been so if there. you look at your facebook page so for uh gumby's like uh Barnsley and i because we're a little bit older it's a private page so how does that actually work uh yeah you go jacko so yeah, basically, um, you can find us. Basically, you just um, search yeah. Healthy Minds Club into On Facebook. Facebook yeah. um, I believe we we'd be the first group that comes up. I believe. Yeah. Um, but all you'll do, you'll go on. It'll be um, this this account is private, and then it will just have an option for you to to you know um, add as a friend or whatever you know join. Um, you join, and then basically within we. Between us three members, Harry, Lachlan, myself, um, uh, and yeah, we basically just aim within an hour to have it all marked off and have the person in the group because basically if someone needs help, the idea is not to keep them waiting. Um, so if someone needs help, where does it get directed to? Well, basically, basically we you can jump online, see who's active, um, see which users are active, and then from there go on and then contact anyone. There's no hotline or anything that we've sort of set up there's no one i guess on shift but do, uh, do you do you direct them to like you know headspace oh, and those sorts yeah, of yes, organizations well, or i guess yeah but um we i haven't really been put in that situation except for when people come to me personally about okay. their problems right. um usually when people are addressing the group um they they'll they'll just look for advice um from people on the page we haven't so yeah the fa- the facebook one we want to keep private so to people that are either mutual friends or in the close community for that like uh, confidentiality sort of yeah, thing sure. that they want to put up. So I guess our idea is that they'd come and just start talking to your mates. Right. Sort of thing. We've got the Lifeline uh, number up and stuff yeah. like that, but I think for like what we're basing as is just to create friends and close groups to start talking to each other. Convince uh, that, people yeah. that, that, that starting the chat is okay and that it's normal because it's not normality for, for, for young men at the moment. I think that's a good point, mate. I suppose doing a bit of research prior to this, it's, it seems like there's a hell of a lot of organisations out there, but as a young bloke, I'm not sure if you're going to be a guy who's going to walk into an office space for, yeah, say, Headspace exactly. or Black Dog Institute or something like this because it just, I feel myself, it'd be intimidating. But to, to be surrounded by like-minded mates and guys who are... When is that? Is that sort of what differentiates what you guys are doing to compared to other other sort of things? That's definitely one of the, the things that we we touched on. Of with my past experiences, actually trying to um, contact these uh, mental health hotlines just to ask for advice on how to deal with situations, not my own personal problem, but. I'd been able to get through to anyone. Like I've been, I've been calling different institutions for ten minutes before I even got someone to pick up the phone. So that resonated with me. If you wanted to go and end your life, then you know it's a fairly clear sign that you know there's no one out there for you. So basically, by us having this group, I guess um, you know if, if people 
they go to call and it, do, and it doesn't pick up, at least they have somewhere where they can turn to, throw something up on the page and we can pretty much guarantee, yeah, we all get notifications as soon as something goes up. If someone's in trouble, the idea is that there'll be someone there to help to them respond. on the spot, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the amount of people commenting as well straight away is like, yeah, I understand you, I did the felt the same, this helped me. That, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's just really... Oh, just as, as, in yeah. the, as in group members? Group members, yeah. Yeah. so giving, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that's... That, so that anyone was, can chime in at any one time. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. 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 And that's so so how many members? Who have you got now? Three hundred and fifty-five or yeah, six. Like that, yeah, yeah, but yeah. With today's day and age as well, so I guess it's a probably a big factor to suicide as well is social media. But mm. sort of just trying to take positive out of it and just say because everyone is on their phone all the time. Everyone sees a notification, you're on it, you check it, sort of thing. So people are always there, and I guess the idea is just hope at any time of the night or day, one person is on the group and put a comment up or look, see who's active, message them. Just sort of show, yeah, I guess it is just a, a close-knit support network. A network for, for people to reach out and for there to actually be someone there. So again, if you look at, say, my generation or Barnsies and even probably Woody's, you guys obviously have grown up with social media. Yeah. Um, is there any right or wrong? I mean, you watch The Social Dilemma on uh, Netflix and that sort of spins you out a fair bit. Like, yeah, I think there's so much wrong with it. But yeah. So much wrong with social yeah, media? Yeah, I think so for sure. Just the fact how much it's used and how sort of in the wrong way it can be used. How it's how the yeah. mainstream uses it is completely so if wrong. You're, so as 25-year-olds, what do you think is wrong with it? And what do you think is right oh, with how it? How easy it is to put someone down? How easy is right, it to yeah, okay. shame people with behind a screen? The old yeah. keyboard worries. Yeah, uh, I think okay. it, it attributes to quite a bad self-obsession and can, can also attribute to egos and, and yeah. sort of just doesn't really... I can't see it really helping your personal growth, really, unless unless you're out there to sort of try to grow a business or something yeah, that's okay. attached to your name that's positive when you're just going out there and flicking your six-pack up online just for the <laughs> chicks, not looking at anyone. Have anymore. you been looking at Woody's Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> so you can be Definitely not Woody's Instagram. Hey, no. hey, hey. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Well, that's better than FFFF. Yeah, I'm learning. I think too, like with social media, you can become can become self like a self value thing too. How you value yourself? Yeah, you can be whoever you want behind a screen. Yeah, versus who likes your stuff? Yeah, what you're doing, comparing yourself to like gets you thinking too much. Yeah, and it's just a ten second photo or a ten second video of one part of your day where you could just be going back to just the worst shit. You know what I mean? Everyone's yeah. painting a pretty picture, so yeah. It's it's good that there's something that they can go to straight away if they're not feeling well. Do you feel like when you're chatting with them that a lot of it stems from that? Like it's coming from – so is it a lot – like does any of the conversation mm, um, go through? Not, like, not, not like they don't directly say that it stems from that. Um, I haven't had anyone say, look uh, – look, It's just they're not feeling – Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I've had a lot of people come up to me and – talk to me about it for sure just about the club sort of thing just how, how good it's been their yeah. stories and people you wouldn't ever expect so young people young people yeah, 100% right. but none of that is, is it have any social media sort of no. yeah they don't really step no. back that to like oh because of this it might do but that's not the big thing in there it would definitely play a role in it I'd have to say yeah I suppose being from that old generation mate what are say for example to older people listening to this podcast today what are some of the struggles that we don't understand or maybe aren't aware of that say young people today are having to deal yeah. with on a daily basis yeah. i probably guess maybe that added added pressure of your personal image coming from stemming from social media and i guess being a little over obsessed or 
um, just letting it, just, they just let it dictate their life. You know, kids, they, I didn't grow up with a phone in my hand, but kids these days do. And, and you know, it's social media would be their life. So I guess, yeah, it, it, it kind of, I, I, yeah, I think it adversely affects the personality, really. And that's what he touched on before. It's like people are popular on how many followers they have and how many likes yeah. their photos get and stuff. It's nothing to do about how well they can hold a conversation or anything yeah. like that. Mm. Or what, what the positive yeah. they're but doing. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's like a stigma too. You go to, like, if you hang out with some people or you go to a party, it's like, oh, fuck, there's that guy. <laughs> you know, there's 15,000 oh followers. God. Like, oh, there's such and like, it could be a fuckwit. I don't even care. I'm going to swear on that one. Nine you know times I mean? out of ten yeah, they are. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You're not, like, you're not... <laughs> It's not who the person is. It's just nah. what's got like, what's written on the screen. I, f- I feel in like that little description and stuff. Yeah. Like that, yeah. Well, we're killing it. We've got five hundred and thirty-nine followers. The ball and all. Well, we're killing it. We're going there. So don't get. <laughs> don't, well, we, we've we've got five hundred and ninety. I think. So. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. We're 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 destined. We're done. <laughs> After this podcast, that's it. So, so to um, the spirit. So like fully inclusive in the Northern Rivers for young. I, I, well, I, I suppose it's not just young; it's just male. It is, a, yeah, it's yeah. a male thing. But I guess, um, I guess that group probably would be targeted more at young males yep. with with the, the, the activities that we do. Mm. Um, so you know, tell us, mate, tell us yeah. about uh, tell us about that because I think you're talking about the phone and that sort of stuff. It's so distant, allows you to hide away. What mm. are some of the stuff you're doing to bring blokes together and, and help them talk about stuff? Oh, we go down uh, the Seven Mile Beach pretty regularly. Always COVID safe, as you'd assume. But um, <laughs> down there, just have a barbecue, bring the boys down. Before the footy, we'd all go down there, have a surf, have a swim sort of thing. There's a few big things coming up. We've just applied for a grant in the community to run some uh, activities. We want to do like a sort of comedy and speaker night, um, awesome. talk about a triathlon coming up in the local area. It's triathlon? All, yes, a little, a little triathlon. Yeah, right. Yeah, a very little triathlon. Yeah, yeah very little. For members yeah. plus sats. I did a 5K run today and nearly died. So right, okay. yeah, you can jump in, Kondo, if you feel like Kondo won't jumping in. No. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I just, just base everything around physical activity, really, and just get everyone involved, play touch footy and stuff like so that. So inclusive sort of organised, well, semi-organised yeah. sort so of So I guess, we, yeah, we use the platform to get people down there, but when they're down there, we hope that no one's on their phone. And what, what we are finding is that... Um, we're, I guess we're inspiring secular groups to go out. Say, there's a bunch of crew that want to go and play touch footy. You know, they're independently going on now and starting up their own sort of clubs. With uh, with help from Rian, there's been a big movement to push everyone to start running. And um, Eli Car, he's running. He's doing a kilometre for every a dollar for every kilometre he runs this month. Now uh, let's just stop there because Kari, Kari is actually doing like. I think that's sensational. It's initiative. mental, yeah. Um, and and just on just so you guys know, Condo said that whatever he raises, wall and all, will match it. Epic, yeah. Well, but I'll back you. I knew, Sick. You'd, I knew you'd be happy. It's commendable. Like, fuck, not everyone's into running, but everyone's running with him. You know what I mean? Oh, I running, Woody. <laughs> mate, there's like he's getting some, you know, good groups there, and everyone's having a crack, and it's for a great. So, cause. so where, where, where's Eli at the moment with that? What's he raised, or how many k's has he run? Just under a thousand, isn't it? Just he's just run a thousand k's, or raised like one thousand three hundred and fifty. Good on you, mate. He's raised one thousand three hundred and fifty dollars. So sick. So as a podcast, we're we're actually trading insolvent because we've got nothing in the bank and we're up for (laughs) thirteen hundred. Don't even worry, listeners out there. I'm looking at a Broncos jersey. I'm looking at a Australian (laughs) Wallaby, Australian Uh, Kangaroo. We'll flog them. We'll get some signatures on that. We got the the formal world junior champion. 
We've got the former World Pro Junior Champion in here. We'll get him to sign everything. Yeah, I'll sign, I'll sign babies. I'll sign <laughs> everything. Dogs. I'll sign Eli Carr's running shoes. We'll go. We'll do it all. And we'll wholesale it at Darwin and Ford Brokers. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so, uh, so that's an example of sort of, I suppose, just uh, members splintering off and taking some initiative to, to run with the whole sort of, I suppose... Uh, Mental Sub- health awareness, basically. Yeah, what you guys have set up and encouraged to sort of engender in the community. Yeah, it's quite inspiring for us as well. And, yeah, um, it's wicked to see. Yeah, we, we didn't think that, you know, the, the, the scheme of what we were starting would reach this far. We really only thought it was going to be a network that our mates would be interested in, close mates. But, um, yeah, to have, to have the, the, the length of reach that we've had already and, and, you know, yeah, these lads are, we're not only inspiring them, but in turn inspiring us to keep turning over and growing. So these sorts of things, when you set them up, you always look, well, from my experience, you sort of look back and you go, okay, right, that worked and that didn't work. What do you think is the biggest thing that's working? Just getting the boys together. Together. Yeah, 100%, right. just getting the boys around. And like normally on a weekend, we'd 100% all go down the beach and have a beer or play touch footy or something like that. But when it's sort of through the healthy minds, everyone goes down there in the back of the head, they all know they're for a reason. Sort of thing. So you're still doing the same activities, but it just sort of gets the chat going in the back of everyone's head as well, knowing that we're all there for a reason. Everyone's here. If anyone needs a chat, everyone that's there that day supports it and happy to listen. Do you think there's more aware awareness amongst the members of that sort of inclusive nature to sort of keep an eye out for guys that might be a bit fragile? More than definitely now. I think, and I think that's not only stemmed from our group, but also what has happened over the last eight months. Um, I think that probably has been a little bit more influential than us in terms of influencing people to open up a little bit more. Um, but definitely what we're doing is is not not only just the reach of our mates now, but is you know gaining some momentum and, and also trying to spread that word um, beyond Lennox Head, which is, yeah, really nice. I suppose, mate, I want to touch into that stuff on your mates. I want to talk about... Dan Hosky, what do you mean to you? What sort of stuff? And why did those are? Yeah, it's yeah, it's a tough one for sure. Because a few of them, like Dan Hosking himself, uh, I lost one of my mates down in uh, Coffs Harbour, and uh, they had like previous, like uh, everyone sort of knew they had struggles in their previous life, or, like and stuff like that when they were younger. But it's always just a shock, and it's it's sort of, it's, it's shit as really every time it happens. But it's sort of thing like uh, you don't really see it coming. I think we just normally need to learn signs and stuff because there are signs and out there that they give off, but we just don't really know. So I think it's a big learning process for us. But, yeah, I think it was just a big big wake-up call, really. You know, that is people you don't expect. Like, Hosko is so loving and, like, his biggest smile on his face all the time. You wouldn't expect it from a mile away. So, LJ, if you, if you talk about those sorts of experiences, I mean, what's the sort of education process for you guys now amongst the group that you look for? Um, like where guys are, you know, where they are fragile? Um, I, I guess probably the biggest thing is body language, um, from my experience. Um, but I find when, you know, when you, when you know a mate is going through it, well, that when you, you know they do battle with some mental health problems, um, their body language would tell you the most. Um, because some weeks, they, you know, they might be pretty good, but, you know, they might not be a great communicator. Yep. To start with, um, so my biggest thing would be to look for body language and just whether or not they're shutting off from me, whether or not they're looking me in the eye and engaging me. Um, but besides that, um, yeah, I, I guess you've got to really know the person pretty well to be able to 
to go, oh, hang on a second, you know, there's something off with him. If you meet, it's pretty hard to, you know, know someone from from a social group that you don't actually interact with quite heavily to be like, all right, I can read their feelings or read their body language and sort of tell which angle they're coming from. Yeah. With with all the money and, you know, say you get the grand and you're raising all this money, what do you sort of... We're going to you, Indo. You're going to go to Bali? Okay. Um, Sounds like on a private so, jet. So what, uh, what flight number are you on? Because I was going to uh, try and jump on that. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, have you got any, like, is there any sort of... Besides, obviously, you're doing the um, comedy night, you're doing the triathlon and stuff, and then we've got November. And Eli Carr would have raised 10 grand by then. What's that? Eli would have raised 10 grand by then. Eli's going to be Forrest Gump and he'll have like a crowd. <laughs> 200 running across run, Australia. Eli, run, And he'll just stop him over it. And you just keep going through Movember as well, Eli. Just keep ripping it up. But is there any, like, have you got, is it to get like a counsellor mm. on board or, you know what I mean? Like, are you using the funds for that sort of stuff or is it for more events? <clears> so we're, we're still kind of. Um, weekly ping pong yeah. night or what? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea, actually. Hey, ping pong, I used to do it. I used to try it up. <laughs> Um, It'd be a sick night yeah, I so guess it's like Changing each month I guess is our plan as well Sort of like Just how we be Sort of the base of it Sort of the base bank account Sort of thing Raise money And then the end of each month We talk to the group members Get everyone to vote in And see where they want to do it If someone comes up With a good idea We could do that Or yeah, where, where we distribute yeah. The funding yeah, 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 cool. but, but we ideally Because we're only fresh A couple months old um, Not really any of us really know um, yeah. any pathways as yeah. to where to invest our money locally. Um, so this month we basically just addressed the group and said, look, give us, we're going to, we nominated the um, Black Dog Institute because I was shaving a heap of mullets and we got a lot of money for the hair. Yeah. So flick that to them. Um, we're going to donate. H- hang on, just on the mullets, who was the best one, do you reckon? Jaden Patch. Yeah, right. Yeah. In, <laughs> in the Echo newspaper on I did so. tomorrow, that's going to be flaring. Yeah. I think well, right. I had a had a, uh, had a really seconds. good chat with Tama. He was uh, oh. he was stoked with his. So was his wife. I, I, his I wife gave him three. Her. I gave him three quarters of a haircut, and then the power went out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he yeah he looked like he was attacked by. Yeah, he like was a not looking rate. good. <laughs> and that was like a, a beard clipper as well. That wasn't like yeah. a hair clippers. Um, but yeah, basically what we we, we do we want to start up some initiatives where. We're actually giving back into the local community. I've had uh, a close man of mine. He's expressed a lot of interest in organising um, sort of a, a bit of a charity um, um, project with some unfortunate or disadvantaged young males. So he's, yep. he's been looking for boys' homes and that kind of thing. Um, we're kind of struggling. There's there's a quite quite a few of the quite a few big ones up in the Gold Coast and Logan. But with the borders being shut, we hadn't been able to sort of link anything up with them. Um, we'd also uh, we, we'd also like to try and provide some kind of psychological support service for for, for our members. That, so likely, that, mm. yeah, yeah. yeah. They, our members are the ones that are you know the majority of the donations are coming from. So to be able to s- supply them with a a bit of a you know whether it be uh, we're looking into um, setting up some mental first aid courses. Um, yep. Getting them at a really good price and 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 trying to get as many people involved um, in that. Um, so yeah, there's 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 a, there's a few things. So that the funds aren't on. necessarily going to the bigger organisations. <laughs> <that> sort of you're <laughs> that trying to keep it in the this month because yeah. we we just didn't know where to put it yeah, like okay. in locally. But yeah, we um we need to figure out yeah some ways to inject yeah, it at locally. the start of it. Our idea was to 
invest it all into the local community. Yeah. Now it can I help think that's fantastic. Because yeah. we are we're a registered organisation, um, a charity, so non, so non, non for profit, for profit yeah. charity. So yeah, we we can um, we can allocate our funding to where we would like it to go. So hopefully that will um, that will that will be in the next couple of months. We'll be able to sort that out. Yeah, and if anyone's any got any suggestions, hit us up. Please sure. hit us we're up. Just, we're yeah. just learning day by day as it goes. Really, yeah. I think that makes it good. You know, it's just original. You guys are, and you're doing it all together too. Yeah. Sick. Oh mate, I, I can't wrap you guys enough. I think one thing COVID's brought about is a bit of ingenuity and a bit of initiative. And this podcast, well. I suppose it's they're doing, but they're, yeah, well, I know. Well, we started ours just on that. You know what I mean? It starts, and you don't know where it's going to lead to. But I think you know one thing. You know, it's funny. A lot of people say about millennials and guys saying they've got no initiative. You know, they've, everyone gets a medal, gratification. You guys have got off your backsides. You've said, you know what, enough's enough. We want to do something about it, and I think you've got to be commended on it. And um, I look around this room, and oh, it's the biggest crowd we've ever had for a podcast. So it shows what you're doing. Means and we've had some big dogs in here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But it does, mate. So good on you, boys, and freaking keep yeah. it up. Thanks, lads. Yeah. And, and I think uh, I've, I've, been, I've been lucky enough to be in, involved in a few sort of, you know, I suppose semi-startups that have been um, community-based. And I think the big thing, uh, I think the challenges that you will have um, is I don't think underestimate how big it can get. Like, because you can sell, I mean, I, you know, I can see the passion in your eyes, your voice, you know, like this is, this, the Healthy Minds Club's going somewhere, you know what I mean? So, which means you're going to need, we're you know, more, some we're, good guidance. And, and we are, we're, yeah, we're, we're more than excited for that to happen, but basically we're more, we're focused right now on just making, uh, you know, our project in the Northern Rivers efficient as, as efficient as it can be before we then step out and try and set it up in other, other you know, areas and yeah. other, other regions. Quite off more than we can chew. That, yeah, yeah. Get it right locally. but we do. We but definitely, we would love to start setting some stuff up in, in, you know, regions closer to the Northern Rivers. Sorry, James, you go. I was just going to say it's sick that you guys are doing it now because there's going to be another bunch of 18-year-olds, another bunch of... 20-year-olds coming through. Like, you know, it's a start for this community, for this area, I think. Yeah. That's a big thing as well. Yeah. You know, we, you, you guys had no one to look at except for tragedy. To and get you it. sort of thing. That was a bit rough as well. And me, I'm, I mean, I didn't have anything to do with any of it. Woody is a tragedy. But yeah. you know what I mean? Like oh, just, if I'm looking at you. You had all that loss. And, you know, we had a few bad things yeah, go down at the start of the year and you guys sort of something great. And, you know, hopefully there'll be crew that you inspire from that are younger that might have issues as well you know definitely and and that's we've got harry fatel and jack douglas brown who are about four or five years younger than us so we we are aware that we do need to tap into the younger and older generation but um yeah sort of sort of keeping links to each sort of generation would be one of our goals as we move forward yeah it's sick well, there's, uh, there's no doubt you've got uh, the ball and all podcasts for whatever we count for, not much, but you've definitely got our support um, in the second season for the next 20 episodes. Um, this is the fun part of the night, so we've been pretty serious, but we move on to the Barnsley ball bag, um, which I don't know. I know you guys have listened to all 20 podcasts, so you know what's uh, going to go down here. Yeah, no, it's so, coming. James, uh, your Barnsley ball bag question, you're up. Okay, so I've got, uh, I've got it for both of you guys. Dream scenario, dream funding, the trip, Healthy Minds Club, both you each get a trip. It can be within, let's just say within Australia, where you're taking a group of lads for a hell weekend. So you leave Friday morning, you come back Sunday evening. So it's like a, 
you know, instead of... Oh, we're the no, healthy minds club, James. Instead of... No, that's what I'm... No, not like a party, like a good... Not like a triathlon at Lake Ainsworth. I'm talking... Like, are we going to Wet n Wild? Are we going to SeaWorld? What are we doing? We're going to go watch the Dolphins? Definitely not going to SeaWorld. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. What are you going to do? What's, what's an ideal scenario for this group? Where you... Oh, being around everyone surfing and stuff like that, I reckon we could uh, definitely hit the snow. Yeah, run on Sick. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I reckon we'd. Um, so you're only giving us four days, are you? Well, you know, Friday through Friday, Sunday. yeah. No, so we don't have to sleep, have actually. Yeah, we don't have to sleep through that. So we can. <laughs> we can. Um, I'd probably drive down. I'd leave here. I'd head south. Wouldn't bother going north. Queenslanders. You have to go past Brisbane and whatnot. Yeah. So I just keep heading um, south, and I'd probably stop off. Where Where were you on last last week? I was uh, down at. Yeah, South Coast. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Probably go for a few yeah. little slabs with the lads. Yeah. Okay. Just crev around there so we for pack, a day. <laughs> we, pack, we pack a bus <laughs> of yeah. Yeah. There's, there's 350 members. There's no. 350 members. Yeah. They're taking all the members. Well, we'll get a, unlimited we'll get a double funding. We'll get a double decker. We'll get, <laughs> <a> double decker. <laughs> we'll get that fucking bike. They take 45, you donkey. We'll get crew on the aisle. Okay, right. We could go to Bally Point for a surf, then you go to Batman's Bay, and I believe it's only like two and a half, three yeah. hours inland of the snow. I like it. The so the boys are on the same level, both south coast, one in the Alps, yeah. one on the Ooh, beach. Aren't we going, are we going together? Or? I'm coming with you. I'm actually driving the bus. <laughs> <laughs> the magic school bus. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to take off. Um, and then, what? so we're at Sunday. We're at, what are we at? Sunday now. And then um, I'd probably go from I'd pro- probably go from the snow down to the wave pool. I've been pretty oh, keen. Yeah, that'd to, be a sick one. Pretty keen to nudge that, and then you just got to make sure that um, you can get in there. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Will we? Uh, we? You be able? So we got a magic. Yeah, we got the magic school yeah. bus. We're just flying. Flying. <laughs> 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 and you're driving it, James. And then Mate, um, we can end up anywhere. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably wind it up at the at the. Uh, at the cricket ground in Melbourne and uh, watch, oh watch right okay oh, well, watch, your, watch your game yeah, of footy that's a pretty good trip yeah, yeah. thanks like for coming yeah. so uh, J- uh, Barnsley you're next up it's uh, comedy night boys we have all know a few comedians who are we getting to Lennox head to uh, be the headline act for it all <laughs> I've already uh, yeah I've already, <laughs> I've already sorted out alright all, right, all you listeners out there I'll give you one quick joke okay. <laughs> Jack, I've got one Jack, as well Jack I know a few of these bad boys okay why do the Chinese not play cricket? Why? Because they ate all the bats. There's plenty more to come, ladies. Community night. That's definitely headline. That's definitely headline. I tell you, after that, you got to sign him up. So, Barnsley, is that the answer you wanted, Barnsley? I'm pretty impressed by the boys. Condo's question, as Carter said, calls me the uh, the third person. um, Is uh, well, firstly, I want to congratulate you guys because this is not the sort of thing Condo would have done at 25. Um, Thank you. And you're doing great things in the community. All your members, all the closer members need to be congratulated, but you guys are the leaders. So, you know, we, uh, the ball and all take our, take our hat off to you guys, so well done. Uh, my question is, we're actually going to have a big barbecue out here at Christmas. Um, it's going to take up most of Barnsley's eight <laughs> acres because it's going to be a really long table. So you've heard those lunches where you have a long table. All right, so we're going to give you guys a seat. And uh, usually we ask the question where it's a sporting guest, but for you guys, we'll say it can be anyone. Um, and you can bring only one. 
So Jacko, you can bring one. LJ, you can bring one. Guest to Barnsley's Barnsley's Christmas barbecue. I would probably bring Kobe Bryant to to the barbecue. Kobe. Yeah. I'd probably have to say Andrew Johns. Andrew Johns. Yeah. Holy going to a party. <laughs> How are we going to go? Vaughn yeah. Blakey and Andrew Johns on the same table. Andrew Johns. So why is that? Oh, I just think the banner would be unreal, and uh, he always brings a good party. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's absolutely no doubting about that. Boys, I've got one more for you. One more. You got something to say? I got, uh, so just after you, I've got a little segment for Woody. Beautiful. <laughs> is it, so who's running now? this is podcast? This comedy? Yes. Yeah, Go yeah, comedy yeah. and I'll finish okay. off the last one. All right. So guys, I've done up a few questions for James Taipan Woods. Holy <laughs> now this is this, not be gnarly, dude. this is this is Don't a different finish to a podcast. This is good. I like this, Jacko. Go. Oh, you, you're swearing all podcasts. Oh, I haven't no. even dropped an f bomb. No, yet, no, you know what I mean. Nothing. Um, yeah, no, no. This, this is all good. This is uh, this is PG. Okay, James. Um, how was the state of your mental health when you went from the most promising up and coming surfers on the planet <laughs> to the now renowned Jimmy Woo um, that we see today? Please comment. <laughs> How was my state of mind when when I when it very first happened? Yeah, or just you know, just the. the or it took just, me a while the, to get my confidence back for sure. Yeah, I didn't probably. I was probably nineteen or twenty when it all. No, I was probably twenty one when it all fell through. I think I was twenty one. Probably took me till I was probably twenty eight. Do you reckon it it, it, it was an adverse? I just didn't really feel very good about what had happened and I didn't feel very confident with how I was going. So and, and what did it spite your surfing a little bit? I didn't even like surfing. You didn't want, you didn't want to compete? I, did, well, like I still did because I thought that's the only thing I could do. But I, I eventually... Did it, did it take you that long, Woody? Probably. Pro- like it probably took me... No, probably like around 26 to 28, I reckon, till I kind of stopped caring. Yeah. It kind of... started winning Lieber. Yeah. I just went to Lebar, which was uh, a way harder event, <laughs> and just took. Well, that out. I mean, let's put it on the on the record. Melling's never beaten you. Oh, I think he has. No, several <laughs> no he hasn't. He hasn't. No, but yeah, it did. It took me a while. It definitely took me a while. I mean, seriously, it was. I just didn't know what because that's all I knew. That's all I was, and then I wasn't, and then it's like trying to figure out what you're going to do and where you're going to go, and a bit rattling. It's just hard. Well, because yeah, that's all you know, and that's what everyone expects you to do. So it did take a while for sure. And here's another question for you. Um, you Hopefully, it's not as gnarly as that one. But (laughs) I was going to say he's come out of the blocks, hasn't he? Yeah. You sustain approximately 15 different jobs. Um, I'll touch on a few of them. You shape boards. (laughs) Yeah. You're a surf coach. Yeah. You're a professional kayaker. This is your life. (laughs) (laughs) This is your life. Welcome, sixty minutes of Woody. Um, And uh, and you're also some sus. You run some sus courier service up to the Gold Coast. And (laughs) 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 yeah. How 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 do you maintain a healthy lifestyle? Uh, I just try and. Not do every job in one day. <laughs> I've seen you do it. I, know, I, have, uh, I don't know. I just, everything's, everything, like it's all, I enjoy doing that stuff. Yeah. Except. It, and you make time, you make time for, for your physical activities. Well, I so. try and do something in the mornings every morning because it's, if you can do something hard in the morning, I reckon it, everything else is pretty easy. Like, yeah. And if you don't want to get out of bed at five, should probably get out of bed at five. Five, yeah. Because <laughs> if you can do that, you can do anything. Yeah. That's, that's that's kind of the way call. I look at it. And then once all your hard stuff's done by six or six thirty, you, 
Usually pretty it's, good for the day. It's downhill. And uh, one, yeah. one more quick question. This is actually a funny one. Um, <laughs> I've heard some rumours, mate, uh, <laughs> that you have your head stuck in the second dimension. Can you uh, please elaborate or explain on this? Oh, actually, uh, it's actually gone to the fifth dimension. <laughs> and currently well, can't even see any of you guys. Because so. uh, I've, I've just heard on the grapevine that you have a 2D head. Oh. Or you have, or you have a very special issue. spoke in the <laughs> I have a very pointy face. That way. And what we're talking about 2D is, if you, a bit of paper. Visa. Well, it's just I've got to really. You narrow. can't tell the difference between a bit of paper <laughs> in front of my head. Yeah, so yeah. Okay. For all you listeners out up. there, I'm a strange head. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky this is a podcast. Yeah. So thanks, Hayes, for interviewing me tonight. Thank uh, you. Really you, enjoyed uh, it. So I, uh, you know, I want to thank Jacko and LJ nah, because Barnsley and I haven't copped any questions. We haven't. But I got I got a few <laughs> to finish this off, boys, because I think I think it, I, I want to know I want to know two things. One, what is a healthy mind, and two. If there's someone out there struggling, what a bit of advice would you give to them? I'd personally say a healthy mind is um, knowing that you're supported, always being active, enjoying what you're doing, waking up, never second-guessing what you're doing, who people are around, and literally loving the mates around you. I personally, I think every group of, grand, uh, group of friends say it, but I reckon I've got the best mates in the world. So if you're happy to wake up and you're looking forward to see them and do stuff with them, I think that's all that matters. Can I swear? <laughs> Fuck, I wish I was that intelligent at 25. Yeah. <laughs> seriously, LJ, that is, that is a seriously yeah. good summary. Yeah, it's a though. great summary. I think too, like picking up the crew that you don't usually pick up, it's always good to pump someone else's tyres up. You can't, mm. It can't hurt 100%. to pump, especially if you – it's not always fun to pump everyone's tyres up, but it's another good way to do it. Mm. Pump a few crew up that haven't really – they don't get it that much. 100%, yeah. Um, healthy mind for me would always – be to always have a positive um, attitude and I guess to have um, a lot of enthusiasm and motivation in the things that you choose to do in life um, and the path that you that you wish to take um, and then I think a lot of um, physical activity as well contributes to a healthy mind so that would probably be my three main areas to focus on and um, words of advice for people struggling is um, is that there is always someone out there that loves you, um, and that yeah, there's there's always there'll be always someone there to reach out with a hand or with some help. Um, all it takes is just for you to open your mouth and say excuse me. Yeah, don't ever underestimate how much a conversation can change. One conversation, like you might think it's a stupid thing to ask or something like that, but you ask, and then you sort of the weight that comes off your shoulders at the end. I can just so yeah, always have confidence in chatting. If it's your mum, it's your dad, it's your mate. Ever just just uh, talk to someone before you start doing anything? Yeah, well, that's uh, that's how the uh, Are You Okay came about, which was actually um, driven by a mate of mine whose dad uh, his dad committed suicide, and then he got cancer, wow. and that that's that was driven by just having a conversation. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, and have a look at where that is now. And that's I mean, there's a national day for that. Pretty much. I mean, that's where you group, guys can. That's go. what our group yeah, is yeah. pretty much based around. Is 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 getting people to, to, to have that are you okay message and, and, and vice versa for people to say I'm not okay. Yeah, well, Gavin Larkin set that up quite some time ago when wow. his dad committed suicide. He would have been, Gavin would have been in his 30s yeah. and then he not long after got cancer and he died in his early 40s but um, the legacy is are you okay yeah. for, wow. for a bit of history. 
Well, I tell you what, I mean, to wrap it up on a positive note, um, we've got 19 more podcasts for season two if we make it, if James can hang in there. Um, and uh, the one driving force of the next 19 is to really bring some awareness, uh, not end up insolvent by backing you guys. <laughs> um, but we'll do our Good best and, that, uh, yeah. and, and we're big supporters. So anything the Ball and All podcast can do to, to assist... Uh, I was just going to ask quickly before we go, when you play touch footy down the beach, when you run, like is there a top, like if anyone out there is listening that might want to come and rip in and get stuck into it with you guys, is it like 6am on a Tuesday at the lake, 4pm at the Oval, are we skateboarding at the skate park at 3.30? I think it's pretty much 5.15 in front of the pub at the moment is to go for your run. For car, Okay, for Kari's runs out there, anyone wants to join Kari, 5.15 p.m. or a.m.? A.m. I am. Yeah. Kari's got a run chat. A run chat. Yeah. Forrester's got a run get chat. Get on to Eli Kai, everyone out there listening. Kari, Eli get Kai. on, send him a message. Yeah. But do you guys do any, like on the weekend down the beach, you were saying, you do yeah, any we, that? Yeah, we just post that always on the Facebook page. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and then I guess, yeah, so we could probably start putting on the Instagram page, which is So public. only members can see that? Well, the, yeah, correct. the Facebook yeah. one is correct. At the yeah. moment, that's but what we're if we start doing posting. bigger stuff, we could easily chuck it on the Instagram. I think we start, we're going to play Touch every Thursday, Arvo, or Friday, Arvo. Great. Start that, just start keeping it. But, yeah, as you said, we're just sort of learning as we're going. But, um, yeah, if you're on the Facebook page, you'll hear about it all. But, yeah, it's definitely a thing we could take in. So I'll add that we also have board meetings on a Wednesday night at the board. Board meetings, that yeah. sounds very serious. Yeah, come down and, well, not this month have a beer, but next month you'll be able to have a beer with this. But, yeah, we just get down there and um, anyone's invited, all our members are invited to come. Um, and that's just where we talk about, you know, what, what's happening in the future weeks, future months. So, yeah, anyone's welcome down there. Even if you're not a member, come down and, and you can meet us and have yeah, a chat. And six o'clock Wednesday. Yeah, six o'clock Wednesday. Well, in summary, to end on a good note, I'm really comfortable with the ball and all supporting. <laughs> Thanks, boys. Thanks, Thanks guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.